Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wicked Side. This is Brenna. Hey, everybody, it's Tom. And just uh, wanted to issue a trigger warning, as always. Things get a little dark, a little distressing, and a little depressing, so you might want to skip this if it's not for you. Also, this episode does get a little gross, so don't be eaten. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the other side. See ya. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wicked Side. This is Brenna. Hey, everybody, it's Tom. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do this again, aren't we? Yes, we are. <sighs> the torture—it's never ending, folks. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean it's the nature of the beast. I'm afraid. And I'm still wondering whether any of our audience actually feels sympathy for me if they're just relishing in the torture. <laughs> it might be a little column A, column B, you know. <laughs> just a bit of both, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so uh, Tom, last episode I put you in the shoes of a dude with a pretty wild medical condition that's still baffling us to this day. What would you say if I told you he wasn't the only one? What if I told you he wasn't even the only guy documented to behave that way in the 17th century? Um, I would say that like the early representation of the 17th century X-Men were, you know, likely... <laughs> Were they all gathered up by a bald guy in a wheelchair? Uh, no. Who could think real loud? I mean, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> think real loud. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, there is. And I'm just going to tell you his name this time because you pretty much know where this is going already. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know so, what? You know what? Hmm. I got I got one for all the folks that are over here. Hold all on. All right, there you go. Oh. For everybody there at home, we, we know what time it is. We know that sound. <laughs> and it goes into the glass. All and right. I'm <laughs> girding my loins for the, mm -hmm. for the punishment to come. Uh, here we go, folks. So today I'm putting you in the shoes of Charles Domery. And again, you might want not want to eat during this episode. It's going to get a tad gruesome. Feel free to drink, though, because I'm going to. Yeah. So uh, let's begin with uh, where you're born. You're born in 1778. In okay, and I l tried to look up how to pronounce this. So please, if we have listeners in Poland, don't get upset with me. Um, B e n c h e, which I think is Benche, but I'm not sure. This isn't the first time you've butchered words from their I dialect. I know, I know. So, um, and I when I looked it up, like all I would find is like how to say bench in Polish, and I'm like, that's not helpful. <laughs> so. Uh, and you can't trust Google Translate. It yeah, yeah. You are one of nine boys, all of whom are said to have appetites similar to yours. <laughs> oh. uh. So those poor, poor parents. Wow. And it, it's hard enough for me to feed one teenage boy with that a point, normal like, appetite. Yeah. So At that point, it's like feeding livestock. Yeah. I, I can't imagine having nine boys that were constantly ravenous was easy. Uh, while being interviewed, you do say that your father also had a very hearty appetite, though, but that you were too young to recall any of the quantities in which he ate. So, uh, You also claim the only illness you were ever aware of that your family ever had in mass was a case of smallpox, which everybody survived. So, so a rather hearty breed. Yep, yep. 
At the age of 13, you ran to jo- ran away to join up with the Prussian army. What is it with these eating freaks and going right to the army? Um. Like, your ravenous appetite feels <laughs> like running in rations? Because that's what every army in history has ever been. Yeah. Well, perhaps like, he believed he could eat his fill, you know? But sadly, that just wasn't the case. This was, of course, during, um, again, the War of the First Coalition. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet. You deserted and then went to town uh, town nearby where you could join the French army instead. So, <laughs> yeah. Both men were in the French army during the uh, War of the First Coalition. They both felt like, give it up? No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> our, our French friends out there, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they not only accept you into the army, they gave you a melon as a sort of a reward for joining, which you then proceeded to eat Ryan Denal, because oh, of course uh, you did. Um, uh, here we go again. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> no word on what kind of melon it was. Just said that it was a melon. Does, it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> did not matter. Uh, they, uh... Also put you on double rations. Despite this, you still wanted more and would frequently buy food uh, to satiate yourself and your constant demand. Well, at least this guy wasn't just rummaging the garbage, eating whatever. And it said if you couldn't find enough food to keep up with your desires, you would then eat grass. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) So it doesn't get better. You should know better by now. Okay. No. But look, we didn't jump right to cannibalism, so there's a good... Like, at least the guy was like, I'm going to at least try some grass before I try Tony. Yeah. Like... <laughs> well... Or Jacques, I guess, since he's in the... <laughs> <laughs> this is the French. Oh, man. Oh, lol. Dude, yeah. what the fuck? It's reported you would each eat as much as five pounds worth of grass. <laughs> and uh, much... Guy, like I said, this guy's fucking livestock. Yeah. How... I got five stomachs and I chew it, puke it up, chew it, and puke it up. Chewing your cod for anybody who doesn't know out there. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what the shit? So much like our buddy, uh, Taare, you weren't overweight. It's said that you had an average build, but were tall for the time period. You reached at six feet, three inches. Okay. We also know that you had long brown hair, gray eyes, and smooth skin. And people described you saying that you had a pleasant countenance. When doctors started making notes about you, they also said that you showed signs, you showed no signs on the outside, that you were not healthy. And they noted that, like your buddy Tare, you never vomited, and that you had lively eyes and a, quote, clean tongue. Oh, yeah. I don't know why they needed to know that. Or, uh, yeah, that, that 1700s medicine, man, that's when they were still, like... We were leeching and laudanum and all yeah, kinds of exactly. stuff. So. Yep. But unlike our buddy, who was said to run very warm, uh, referred to the last episode, you have an average body temperature and a regular pulse rate. You did, however, sweat quite a bit, and we'll get back to that later. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I so. mean, you know, well, didn't the other guy ran hot, too? Yeah, this guy doesn't. Oh, okay. He just has a better functioning radiator, apparently. Apparently. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But uh, again, like our buddy, it seemed like you didn't limit your consumption to just food or grass. Everyone was pretty shocked by the fact that you felt very hungry all the time. Well, based near Paris, over a year span, it was reported that you managed to consume 174 cats. Holy shit. Yeah. That's 14.5 cats a month. (laughs) 
if huh. you have the urge to average it out. Uh. And uh, like our buddy, you just couldn't seem to eat the uh, skin, fur, and bones. Huh. So those got left behind. Yep. Um, this was the testimony from a fellow soldier, and they said, In one year, he devoured 174 cats, not their skins, dead or alive, and says he had several... <laughs> severe conflicts of interest. I just seriously dropped that shit out of <laughs> disgust. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, he had uh, severe conflicts of interest in the act of destroying them but feeling the effects of their torments on his face and hands. Sometimes he killed them before eating, but when very hungry, he did not wait to perform his humane office. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> Testimony of M. Picard, who served with Domery throughout his service in the French army and was interned with him at Liverpool. So Don't get me wrong. I've eaten my fair share of kitty in this day and age, oh too. Oh, my but, God, Tom. You know, this is fucked up. <laughs> This is fucked. Oh, Lord. And, you know, oh, God. <laughs> so that's all, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, sure, I, I mean, my mind's in the gutter. When I think of eating cat, that is what I think of. My yeah. bad. Like, I'm sorry. God. So every time you're saying this, like, man. It's going to a bad play. <laughs> well, not a bad one, but, yeah. Oh, I my mean. God. Why? Trauma, bro. This I know. Is trauma. I know. And it seems you preferred your meat raw, which uh, <laughs> might explain why serving on the ship, the Hoche, I think, H-O-C-H-E, why you almost ate the severed leg of one of your injured brothers in arms. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Oh, man, why these guys, man, they're just like, oh, not enough grass cannibalism. Yeah. Well, apparently he was hit by a cannon. A leg blew off into the other side of the ship where you were. You saw it, and we're like, mm, gotta have me a drumstick. Jumped it's, say, it's, on like it. your, it's like your dog when it, like you're cutting something up and it falls off yeah. the counter, and you're like, mm, that's mine. Yep. <laughs> you jumped on it. Other soldiers saw that you were trying to gnaw on it, basically piled on top of you <laughs> to get it away from you, oh, God. and then somebody threw the severed leg into the water. <laughs> oh, dear God. No, you can't have that. That's gross. It's like, Pretty much, yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. This is such an inhumane way to look at a human, but, like, that is very inhumane behavior. Yeah. Like, we're in the middle of a fight, dude's leg just got blown off. Hey, look, snacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Again, people are friends, not food. <laughs> fuck. Trying to make it a sign, apparently. The 1700s. It's like the don't drink the battery acid signs now. Yeah. Like, you can't eat your fucking... Fellow, you know, our French army men, thanks. Mm -hmm. oh. Dead or alive, thank you. <laughs> Babies are uh, off limits, too. Yeah. And also, uh, like our buddy, you seem to like to eat raw organs, though you preferred <laughs> cow liver instead oh. of snakes. Holy shit. So, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can't why. eat regular liver cooked. I can't. Liver and onions, I can't do it. I've never have been able to. Like, I can't either. That's that, off. Dawn tried a lot. Exactly. But never, I just could not. That's, yeah. I couldn't do it. 
you were. Shout out to your mom. I love you. Yeah. It was the, it was the one thing she'd make when like she was mad and, we and didn't couldn't. want to cook for anyone we else. Couldn't. And she it was great. She's, she's such knew, a good cook. Yeah, and she she's knew nobody in the house cook. else would eat it. Like I did. That was that one time I pissed her off because I woke up was an asshole. Yeah. I woke up and I'm like, make me some breakfast. <laughs> and my dad looks over at me and goes, "Fucking thanks." Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't make anything for the rest of the day. Yep. And I was pariah. Yes. <laughs> I, I just I just remember like I remember at one point in time dad standing there and being like we're all hungry and mom's like that's nice yep. and he's like he just sighed deeply and yep. went and got his keys and he goes if I have to run out to get food you're coming with me and yep. he made us go with him and I'm like what did I do <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> hey all I know is I got us McDonald's I don't want to fucking hear it <laughs> whatever was in my happy meal might have been worth it oh god Oh, dude, I, I just remember that. Like, you, you smelt liver and onions. You're like, oh, well, mom's eating for her today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mm, no, I she couldn't make do it. it for a snack on, like, I on, on a weekend afternoon. Yep. <laughs> I yep. still can't. I tried it. I did. I gave it a shot. Could not do it. Yep. I've tried the fried ones, too, and it's still, it's it's just all gross to me. I it's don't so like irony. that taste. It's so irony. It's yep. just, like, it's metallic. Mm-hmm. It's like eating pennies. It is. Ah. It, that's what it tastes like to me, too. Anyway. I can't do it. I can't. Oh. There's this some... guy didn't have a fuck. Yeah, this guy didn't care. <laughs> Not a single. He didn't have one, give one, nothing. No. <sighs> so you continued to work aboard the Hoche until October 17th of 1798. Around this time, you and your fellow crewmates were captured off the coast of Ireland and oh, yeah. carted off to a prison near Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, this guy wants to be in Liverpool. <laughs> oh. I, I think he'd be disappointed. But the British were not prepared for what you were capable of consuming. Prison rations were paid for by the country um, you were fighting for. So the British eventually just put you on ten times the normal rations for a regular prisoner. Which the standard rations were um, seven... 140 grams of bread, 230 grams of vegetables, and butter and cheese. And eventually, this just didn't satisfy you either. Sometimes you would eat the prison candles. What in the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? I mean... Candles. Candles. Well, it just boggles my mind, too, because what if these guys would have had... All of the most nutrient-rich, healthy food that they could have eaten. Yeah. Like, would it have been the same? Would they have turned it? out to be, like, half Thor? You know, that, the world's strongest dude in mm-hmm. all those competitions and everything like that? That enormous Herculean human being? Like I don't... Well, I know in um, Tarare's case, he was eating, like... And it was pretty much just passing... It's barely passing through him. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, it's, he's, he's, like, 100% using the shit. Well, he's no, he's that's the opposite. So it was pretty much just coming out. Whole oh, that. Most oh, of the time. okay. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So it was going through him so fast that he, he it was believed he wasn't getting uh, much nutrition. Well, yeah. So, oh man, you supplement his diet with a bunch of protein powder, powder, you know, just all stuff what? that's so yeah. easily and already pretty much digested, mm-hmm. and you coat him with stuff like that, like with an appetite and an intake like that. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that guy could be. Yeah. You could have synthesized the next best 
like diet pill off of off of that guy's metabolism. Like you don't know. Something I don't know. It's hard to say what what anybody would do today if um, somebody presented with these conditions. So I would. Uh, yeah, it, it really makes you wonder. Like, what would how would modern medicine approach it? What would they do for him? What could they do for him? You know, either one of them. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of appetite suppressants you can be given. There's some kind of. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. hell, you might be able to work on that with some hypnosis or something, you know. I Maybe have see no if idea. you can put your mindset into the right well, place. Well, and that's the other question of, of all this, too. Like, how much of it is biological and how much of it is, is Dude, mental? with mouths and fucking you bodies know? like that, like, that's not... I don't yeah. know. They're they're definitely more inclined that way naturally, but then, mm-hmm. like, being the one being raised in such a large fucking family, mm-hmm. it, that's a whole nother deal there like yeah, yeah that's a whole other layer of nurture where you're like oh my god look at this ravenous pack of human beings yeah. like that's that's when you're genuinely worried if your 11 kids are gonna fucking <laughs> eat each other like, right <laughs> jacob right. get him out of your mouth morton get him out of your mouth <laughs> what the fuck oh god I, hiding the newborn baby yeah <laughs> Yeah, keep them you on you at all times. Yeah, <laughs> what the shit? Yep, man. It, it is. It is really interesting to me. I'm. I'm very, very curious. I'm. I am. That sounds so different. Like I keep making the X Men comparison and everything, mm-hmm. but it does. It feels. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It. It does feel like something that would fit into that world. So. Yeah, just like the layman. It was like the mutants you didn't hear about, you know, the ones that didn't get the cool powers. It was yeah. the ones that got the real layer ones. And it's like, oh, what can you do? Well, this. I can pretty much eat anything. Like, yeah, you yeah. see that cat over there? Well, I find it interesting, too, that this guy felt bad about, you know, Oh, so he's like a vampire with alive, a conscience where he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta was, feed, but, you yeah, know, Yeah, but he bad. was so driven to keep doing it that he would just just did that's why i said i wonder how much of like hypnosis would have helped yeah you know, I, don't, there's I don't know some element of like obsessive compulsive that went into it and... yeah whereas the first guy they they literally described him as being empathetic he just didn't care if he was hungry he was gonna well, eat fair it. enough so... one being overly emotional and one not being emotional yeah. enough well we don't know if he was overly emotional but you know i mean i imagine like emotional if about you it don't conscious of it you don't want to hurt something you know, but having yeah. something inside of you that's driving you to set the something inside of him was a cat struggling to oh get out. God. Huh? <laughs> oh God! Here, here I am trying to like make it more like to make it more human, and, and you're just yeah, just nope. Back in the realm of cartoon character. That is all I could fucking see too. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Poor like, fucking, what the shit, man? I was just strolling along, and then he grabbed me by the tail, and it was down the hatch in one bite. What the fuck? Oh. <sighs> yep. Well, that's uh, fitting, because the next part of the script says, and apparently you also got a hold of the prison cat, so. Fuck yeah. Uh, but fuck it, he'll eat the mice, too. You don't need the cat anymore. Just. Yeah, that is literally the lex- next line. <laughs> Holy <now>. shit. Holy. <laughs> but those running the prison need not have worried about the problems of uh, who was going to get rid of those pesky rats for uh, you were on that. I very literally could have guessed that. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. Holy so fuck. The head of the prison was so baffled and weirded out by you that he wrote to the government, um, the board specifically that was overseeing prisoners at this time. And of course they needed to know what the hell was going on with you. No so shit. They, they were s- looking for the Captain America serum at that point exactly. in time, weren't they? So they sent two doctors to take a look at you. The doctors, of course, wanted to test you um, to find out just how much you could eat and how your body behaved and reacted during these times. Quick guinea pig, this poor fellow. Yeah, more or less. I mean, at one point during the testing, the doctors um, were so rude as to wake you up at 4 a.m. But to make it up to you, they offered you something to eat. 1.8 kilograms or 4 pounds of raw cow udders. What the fuck? Why do they pick the weirdest shit to feed these guys? See if they need it, I they, guess. It's like I they don't sit know. in the back and they're like, all right, let's brainstorm ideas of what we can feed this guy. Hey, did you guys see that one episode of 17th Century Fear Factor? Yeah, make him eat cow udders. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, again at 930, they arrived and offered you 2.3 kilograms or just over five pounds of raw beef. What the fuck? Yeah, they did this Why again. Why is it always raw? Fucking cook this man's meat. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was around noon. Um. They did it again and gave you the same thing. It was uh, five pounds of beef and then, like, a bottle of porter to wash it down. I mean, so, at least they're giving you something to drink, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And uh, they also gave you a few more candles to see if you'd eat those. You did. And a bottle of wine. So, and, and nothing made you ill. Nothing made you vomit. In fact, you showed signs of being happy and content. And um, they said you were actually in a better mood than usual. And what yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, 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 but I go catch a, you know, gas station hot dog and I'm laid up. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One of your doctors noted the eagerness with which he attacks his beef when his stomach is not gored resembles the voracity of a hungry wolf tearing <laughs> off and swallowing it with canine greediness. When that his throat is dry from continued exercise, he lubricates it by stripping the grease off the candles between his teeth. And he generally finishes at three mouthfuls and wrapping the wick like a ball string and all sends it after at a swallow. He can then no, when no choice is left, make shift to dine on immense quantities of raw potatoes or turnips, but from choice would never desire to taste bread or vegetables. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean... That's all right. And that was from your doctor, Dr. J. Johnston. What the hell? Yeah. So the doctors decided to move on from that and observe your daily routines, behaviors, My garbage disposal eats healthier than this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to remember, too, um, candles back then were made of tallow, which was beef fat. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. This wasn't, like, just waxy. (sighs) It couldn't have been good, though. Oh, fuck. Apparently, your sleep schedule was very interesting to them. You would lay down at around 8 p.m., but wouldn't fall asleep until around 10. And for the two hours in between those times, you would sweat excessively. Uh. But as soon as you were asleep, it stopped. And around uh, 1 a.m., you would wake up ravenous, desperate to eat just about anything you could find. But if you couldn't find food or talk somebody into getting you food, you would smoke for a bit and then fall back asleep. You yeah, would then wake up. Suppress it and then back to bed. Yeah, you would then wake up between five or six, and the sweating would start again, eventually stopping as you got ready for the day. But they also noticed it started whenever you were eating. It seemed to be the only visible effect. 
I'm telling you, it's really weird superpowers manifesting. <laughs> it they're they're like their powers are trying to manifest, and mm -hmm. their appetite, their, their metabolism is producing the energy for the powers. So they're trying to eat enough to consume for these powers but they can't powers eat, can manifest they can't eat good enough or dense enough you know valuable food in order to trigger the power so they're fullest so they're just coming out as duds that's your theory yeah. <laughs> i like it these guys are supposed to be like the human torch or aquaman oh. or some shit and like they're, they're out here eating cats and not quite getting their you know getting the tank full mm -hmm. oh god yep that's what this is this is fantastic tales issue number one <laughs> 17th century, uh, the sweat and what uh, the the mall. We'll call them the mall. Yeah. Uh, as we said before, physically there was nothing they could find to indicate why you ate so much. You didn't gain any weight either. You were also healthy enough to complete the long military marches. Um, in the time frame, the same time frame as everybody else. Like you didn't seem to struggle any. You didn't have anything that made it hard harder on you than anybody else so yeah, i mean the fact that he probably got through with like the standard like whatever you know 60 to 100 pound pack whatever mm -hmm. pack you've got and you're rocking along if you're doing a you know a ruck march and that struggling cat in his stomach and you mm. know all the other things he might have been carrying <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Oh. unfortunately in your case there's no further documentation on what happened to you after your time in prison there isn't even documentation on what's happened to the prisoners that were there with you so unlike uh, Tari, we just don't know what happened to you in the end everything that we do know about you was gathered and documented by the two doctors in the british prison and based off of what's there it's believed to be possible that you had again some form of hyperthyroidism but there are other symptoms that you simply didn't pre present with that seem not to line up with that diagnosis. Apparently, it's also possible that you sustained some sort of injury to your amygdala or um, ventromedical nucleus, which is known that sometimes animals who sustain this injury suffer from um, polyphagia or excessive appetite. So. <laughs> Oh, God, it's nice to hear you murder terms instead of names. Hey, I didn't think I did that bad. You didn't do bad. Shut Still, up. another one bites the dust, lady. That's how this works. You know what? I mean, they can't <laughs> see you flipping me off, but that's how it is. <laughs> they know I am. <laughs> Fair they enough. They know I am. <laughs> oh, and that, Tom, is the um, wicked side of Charles Dimer. What so. the fine fuck? Yeah. It, and they're not sure if that's actually his name either, because like that would be a really British name for a Polish guy to have. See, this was a good podcast so. to actually eat beforehand. The last one, I'm so glad it was an empty stomach. <laughs> Jesus H. Like, why? Yeah. Oh, f why? This dude is out here. It, like, at least he is a slightly more empathetic figure. Yeah. Than, than Tara. Tara. What is that? What is it? Um, Tara. Tara. Yeah, it's said a lot smoother but that's yeah. as close as i can get to yeah i'm sorry it, so. I, I i also butcher names i just hide behind the fact that she pronounces them all the time and i don't have to <laughs> fair enough we are the, tw enough. the 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 sibling name butchers of indiana <laughs> yeah but um there is um i know that there are some conditions that like cause people to eat weird things there's like um pica okay um and that's where people crave non-food items Oh, okay. And is so that like that. the... Oh, what is it? The people who eat toilet paper and shit yeah. like that? 
A lot of times, yes, that's exactly like who it is. So it might be a version of that, like coupled with hyperthyroidism, maybe. I I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but like between those things, it seems very likely to. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I just keep imagining the next step in human evolution and that (laughs) uh, if we'd have just fed these guys right, we'd have the X Men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do know there was um, something about like a guy who ate a plane like a whole Cessna, but he did it like a little bit at a time. They said he would eat metal. I don't know how accurate that is. I fucking love them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Googling it it right now. It's like the rule of the internet. If you can think of it, somebody's done it on there. Okay, this is weird. Um, He's French, too. (laughs) I mean... Michael Lotito... Isn't like escargot French? Probably. Like if they're willing to eat snails. My guess is cats aren't too far off. Yeah, French entertainer born in um, Chernobyl, famous for deliberately consuming and just indigestible objects. So, I mean, yeah. Okay, fair. He was born June fifteenth of nineteen fifty and died June twenty fifth of two thousand seven. Oh my gosh. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. There's gotta... I mean... I don't know. There's gotta be... I bet there's, like, somewhere somebody's made a list. Guys who eat weird things. I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> I I mean, we just said it. It's the rule of the internet. If uh, it's on there, or if you can think of it, it's on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I did find a list of, like, 12 weirdest things that people have actually eaten sofa padding no nope Mm -mm. (sighs) that better be a brand new sofa (laughs) i would say that i bet you after they got done they were stuffed (laughs) live bees (laughs) they had a buzzing appetite (gasps) ashes of a loved one they were consumed with guilt. <laughs> I'm looking her upon on that one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that's so strange. Oh my god. I, uh, I have I have a few avenues of jokes here. Yeah. I, re- I really hope it was a significant other. Like I want you inside me forever. So. <laughs> oh god. Ow. Uh. Uh. Okay, so I I found this on um, the WaldenEatingDisorders.com. And it says, um, however, there are people who suffer from a rare condition that gives them the urge to eat things that aren't food. The National Eating Disorders Association explains that the condition is called pica, an eating disorder which involves swallowing items that don't contain significant nutritional value. So, <sighs> Yeah. It says pregnant women can be affected by it. I mean, I've been known to drink a Mountain Dew or two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's just uh, children, young children. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Oh, man. I know um, some kids with autism are prone to that, too. Okay. So they'll just eat shit that's not food. So. Yeah. Uh, Sorsha likes to chew on stuff that's not food. And I have to constantly tell her, don't put it in your, give me that. Stop it. You know? <laughs> every, every, <sighs> everything has gnaw marks. Yeah. It's not as bad as any of 
of the guys we discussed. Thank God. Right. Not, yeah, you haven't had a house pet come up missing. Nope. 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 Everybody nope. see Fluffy? Oh, God. <laughs> you see your stomach struggling. <laughs> it's the wild visuals I get from this. I just... You know? I can't... I'm so much less medically curious than just like, <laughs> how the fuck? I, how do you swallow a whole cat? I like, mean, they didn't. Maybe they, cats were smaller because they also weren't eating well, as they much. Well, didn't, they didn't swallow them whole. I, my guess is like They ate can, them bit by bit. Oh, I thought he was chucking back whole cats. No, eels. Oh, the the first guy was even an more eel. It was a whole eel that he did that with. Oh jeez. But... Oh god. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I'm broken today. <laughs> you look like I just beat the shit out of you and just left. <laughs> I mean, I just did ten or two rounds with uh with with some some fuckery is what, what yeah. I did but, oh my god so many terrible visuals all at the same time yeah oh. and I, I I can't help but I like again I'm medically curious about it especially like they're, that they both preferred organs you know it, raw right. organs and then the Dense. first guy did, like literally drank blood right so blood and liver high sources of iron yeah, were, did they have some sort of deficiency that contributed to it? You know, was there something I, I going on with that? I immediately thought, like, was there a tapeworm involved? No. Was there, you know what I mean? Was something yeah. helping them eat their food? Yeah, no, because you remember they, they did an autopsy on the first guy. Right. So, yeah, well, and that's why and I, I, like I didn't say anything found. about it. I was just kind of like, maybe you'll bust it out in a fact later. Yeah, no. Nope. But that was my first suspicion was, like, a parasite or something. Mm-hmm. Something's helping you eat your food. Yeah. But in the first guy's case, we know that he had an abnormal stomach, an abnormal... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, esophagus, so... Jeepers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that That's cartoony to you me. You look that's so just, blown away. I just... <laughs> it's very rare that I make you speechless. I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just th- to be in that predicament that, that it's yeah. like, what not there a Stephen King book? What isn't it? Stephen King or whatever. It's like feast or whatever or not. Feast, oh, no, um, thinner. thinner. There you go. Yeah. Thinner. Yeah. And they just, no matter how much you eat, you just waste away and you're mm-hmm. wasting away and you're wasting away to have that like constant and or fuck. What is it? Pirates of the Caribbean? You know, they tell they return the gold or whatever. They can't eat. Nothing satisfies. Yeah. So something about this like sits deep in human psyche, which uh, I find interesting. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, in, in in most of the developed world, eating is a not a um it it's a pleasure versus like oh we're doing it eating out of necessity. Yeah. You know, we're just we're not eating to survive. We're eating yeah. what we want when we want because it's there. You know, mostly no scarcity, but. And then to just be like, I need 15 people worth of food every day and I don't care how I get it. Yeah. It could be fucking, you know, candles and cats. I don't care. I need to eat. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I it sounds moments. terrible. Like it sounds fucking awful. I I empathize, like yeah. obvious, but it's so fucking wild. I know. What are you supposed to think? No idea. That's why I had to share this with everybody. So now if I have to ponder it, so do all of you. <laughs> all right. W- one, two, three, audience. Collectively, fuck you. <laughs> ah. <sighs> everybody, you're going to go home and see your house cat and be like, I'm sorry, Fluffy. I promise. Never. Never. <laughs> Although, funnily enough, uh, yeah, this is like cats will eat you if you die in front of them. Yeah, so. I know. Yep, that's why I'm a dog person. Yeah. <laughs> just to be fair, I'm not saying the dog won't either, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I think I read somewhere, and, and, and you know, feel free to, to look this up to verify if I'm, if I'm wrong, but that they don't actually, like, if you die in front of a cat, they won't eat you out of hunger. They'll do it out of anxiety. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's not about them being hungry. It's just they're anxious. They know something's wrong, and they don't know what. So f- fuck your face, I guess, because that's what they go for first. Wow. So yeah, the soft tissues of the face. So what you're saying is cats are evil and deserve to be eaten. <laughs> All right. Check and check. I, well, I don't know that they're evil, but man, they are little murder machines. Oh yeah. Did you see the statistics on like how many animals like? a feral cat will kill it's insane oh, yeah. yeah you you want to know the funny comparison is uh hogs like wild hogs and pigs mm-hmm. because it, it actually yeah you know, a farm pig will turn into a feral hog fairly quickly yeah grow the hair the tusks everything like that it goes through like a full evolution of tours it's like a <laughs> fucking pokemon shit and cats like in that very similar way if you get an all feral cat mm-hmm. they are dangerous little murder machines yeah and they do not give a fuck no nah. <sighs> yep barn cats i know are, are big on that and too. every yeah. fluffy yeah fat bastard tuna drinking <laughs> cat we've ever had <laughs> oh yeah spoiled ass um, yeah love them we just destroy their uh, natural instincts, and it's like, yeah, food comes out of cans. Don't you guys know better? <laughs> we we had cats that, like, both houses growing up my whole life, mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. only one I ever had, had anything personal with was Taco. Yeah. That was it. That was my cat. Yeah. And you know why? Because mm-hmm. he acted like a fucking dog. Yeah. He came when called. He would, like, jump up on you like a dog mm. would and put his front paws on you, except he had yes. fucking claws because he was a barn cat. And oh, okay. So, but, you know, always indoors with me and whatnot. But, like, I called him when I'd get home. I would take my backpack off and grab mm. him by the fucking scruff, and he would just go limp, and I'd pick him up and put him on the back of my neck, and he would ride me for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yep. That was my cat. I do remember. I remember... Um he was really affectionate with dad too. Like they seem to be like dad's cats. And Salem, dad is not Salem a cat was person. by far dad's cat. Yeah. But Salem was a little asshole. Yeah. Except to dad who he would except sit and chew dad, the yeah. hair off of. You remember when, cause dad used to have that glorious long ass. Yes. Our dad had an epic mullet. Um, and the cat would sit and groom him. Uh. And at, at one point it would like, um, it started basically cutting his hair, starting at one side, and it would just nibble on the same side of his hair. And 
before he knew it, there was always like a pile of his hair at the at that side of his chair at the on the floor. Mm-hmm. Just the cat would just sit there and chew it the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to do us a favor and cut the mullet. <laughs> Very slow. He's like, dude, you don't know how bad you look. I'm trying to help you out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was glorious. Uh, it really People was. People stopped and took pictures of that mullet. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that before. Is the reason he cut it off? Uh, but yeah, it happened multiple times. Emma's cat, our sister, oh, yeah. Coco. Yeah, Coco does that. Like he's um, a groomer. Yeah, he like he'll lay like right on your head and like lick your face and your yeah. hair and everything. He's he does not believe in personal space at all, and no. it's aggressive. Like he will. Like, it hurts. It's like, all right, you need to stop now, please. Thank you. Oh, you know who has a really good time with cats? Hmm. Liam. Oh? Oh, yeah. About two hours, even in an environment where they're at, he starts blowing up like a balloon because he's so allergic to them. Yes, the poor kid. Oh, it's so funny. Scotty is, too. We can't have cats anymore because after um, after Scotty's last, last time he was hospitalized, the, just, the damage done to his lungs was so bad, and now it, it came to the point where, like, like where he could deal with it before, he can't now. Yep. So we had to get rid of our cats, and I like I hated it. But it's if it comes down between a cat and my husband, I'm going to choose my husband every time. So yep, and it, it, I'm telling you, with Buddy, it, it's even with Benadryl or what, it's like two hours, and he yeah. has hit his limit. Yeah, it, it's bad. Ugh, I envy them. Poor. Because <laughs> the only thing protecting me from having a cat now is him. Yeah, and when he finally like you know spreads his wings and flies out of the nest yeah all all the the walls i hide behind go with him i have to like (laughs) start coming up with my own reasons for why we can't have a cat yes because manda's a cat person yeah manda wants a cat again yeah we had one for for the first half of our relationship Mm -hmm. lucy cat yeah that was uh that was me and that cat had a truce that's what we had like we, the only time we ever got together, it was like you know uh, that story about yeah, it was like World War One or something where they, cro- got out of the trenches and played soccer over Christmas. Yeah, it was like us at midnight sometimes <laughs> when Amanda was asleep. She wanted somebody to pet her, We'd, and I didn't. I was in a good enough mood that I was like, yeah, whatever, All come right, here. Fine, yeah. We, we won't yeah. look at each other. I'll scratch your back, and then you fuck off and leave me alone. <laughs> I remember um, at one point in time you coming over to my house. <laughs> oh. Yeah, very wasted. Oh, I was, I was, You're... eleven kinds of trash. Yeah, and uh, oh, this you, I had my cat. Kitty. Yes, and you hated cats. I, I remember did. you hated cats. You flopped down on my couch, took up the whole couch like an asshole. Look, and then okay. you I, I want to like... preface this with: I don't hate cats. I have never wished ill will upon a cat. Okay, I just, yes, I, just, I would fucking. You're not own a fan. Them. You couldn't pay me to own one. I don't want something <laughs> that shits in my house. <laughs> uh, Not in it. It better be making it go away at the same time it's happening. That's just. <laughs> I just remember you grabbing my cat and like like pulling her off the back of the couch and then like aggressively petting her, and like her eyes were huge and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" She looked so terrified. Traumatized your cat. I finally had to rescue her from you because I'm like, "All right, Tom, please just leave the cat. Like, give me the cat. Like, oh, the cat." Yeah. I think that was the same I night too with the, the Walmart the thing part. where like Amanda had to stop and go to Walmart 
and like so she stopped she left you in the car she ran in she got out but like you asked her like six times on the way home if she had to stop at walmart She's like, I've already done it, dear. There have only ever been a, a few times where I have been obnoxiously and unconscious, like, consciously unconscious drunk. And I... That was epic. That, that was, was one. epic. The other time was uh, our, our cousin's bachelor party, or engagement party? There you go. And I left that one so fucking drunk. Like, I, it's the most drunk I've ever been in my life. Couldn't stay. I was walking, mm. but only because I was using the wall of the bar as support. Oh, And man. I just slid down along the side of the bar until we got to... I was like, all right, I got to push <laughs> off the bar right at the car in the parking spot. Yep. Like, ah! <laughs> Caught the car, used the car to walk myself to the passenger door, flop in. Yeah. And then the entire time on the way home, I'm seeing, like red lights and i'm going i'm just like drunk laying there eyes closed kind of mumbling to myself or whatever and i see the red light and i'm like stop sitting up bolt straight scaring the shit out of amanda <laughs> I tell, i've done it every, every stop light and stop sign on the way home to the You're point like where freaking. she's like hitting me like fucking stop <laughs> just shut up pass out already I think that the most drunk I ever was, like, I've, I've been drunk a few times, but the most was my 21st birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that was um, my ex-husband, his best friend, took me out. Yep. Oh, I remember when you came home, because I was too young to go out with you. Yeah. But I was at home, yeah. waiting for your return, and yeah. it was not disappointed. No. I I remember, I like, heard you singing coming up the steps to the apartment. <laughs> well, Foggy okay. Molly, if I'm wrong. Uh, if I'm wrong. Was no, that wasn't that wasn't my twenty first. That was one night. Um, mom took me out. She wanted to go out. She wanted to have a girls' night. I don't know, man. I think. It was and 21st. Um, Larry had to come with me, and that was my ex husband. And um, he took me home. You were staying with us at the time. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And uh, yeah, that was that was what I because he recorded it, and I had to go back on his phone later and delete it. That's the only reason I remember that. But <laughs> yeah, my twenty first, his his buddy Josh, got me absolutely fucking trap. He knew everybody in that bar, so and he's telling everybody, "Hey, it's her birthday. It's her twenty first. Sh shot, shot, oh, shot, shot, everybody shot." Everybody was, I couldn't even tell you how many drinks I had. And it was mixing alcohol, too, so that's already not good. <sighs> I just remember it was getting really hard to walk. And Larry had to, like, I had to, like, sling my arm over his shoulder to get me to walk anywhere. And he's like, we, we need to say bye to Josh before we go. And I'm like, fuck him. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Josh. He, he brought me over to him. And all I remember is Josh leaning down and going, happy birthday, honey. <laughs> Which, like, but Josh is like, you. six, six. <laughs> He like he's a big dude. Yes. And the first time I met him, he hit on my girlfriend and like <laughs> very... in like four languages. Yeah. Fucking funny. Uh, and then I, he, Larry had called my best friend Ash uh, Ashley to come join, yeah. and so Ashley and her husband uh, at the time came down, and um, at one point in time, like they left me or. Uh, Larry left to go get the car and yeah. Ashley stayed with me to keep, make sure I was upright and several things hilariously happened. First off, I've always been a bigger woman. I've never been small. I've even when I was like, um, I didn't, you know, I was in the normal spectrum. Still just, I'm a bigger woman. I'm just big, you know? And Ashley is not, she is 
tiny. She is very, very skinny. And yeah, yeah. She, she's always been rather on the on the thin side. It was like a house leaning on a tree. It was hilarious. Like I'm like waiting for this bitch to buckle, and I'm like those pictures you've seen where it's like a, <laughs> a, a house after an earthquake being held up by bowed two by fours. Yes. <laughs> so I'm I'm leaning up against her, and I'm she's like trying her little heart out. Oh yeah. And she's such she's such a bubbly person too. She is. She's the sweetest. And the whole time I'm like, I love you so much. And she goes, I know, sweetheart. I love you too. She was being so and then sweet. groaning under the weight. I'm so, like, holy yes. shit. <laughs> well, eventually she had to prop me on the wall because like she yeah. couldn't do it. So she propped me on the wall. She turns, and when she turns back, me and the stranger, <laughs> another chick. No idea who the hell she was. She was also being propped up on the wall by friends. And she turns and looks at me and goes, hi. And I'm like, hi. And I'm like, today's my birthday. And she's like, happy birthday, honey. And she hugs me. I am hugging a stranger that I'd never met before a day in my life. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yep. And Ashley's standing there like, you, we, what are you doing? Like I'm meeting look, new friends. I made a friend. That's literally what I tried to say to her. And she's like, Yeah, we're friends. I could not tell you this woman's name. It, it didn't matter like ships passing in the night. Like, yes. You two just Oh, uh, so if I ever if I, I I probably I don't even remember what she looks like. but yeah, if I ever met her again. You were like, like yeah, if the two ships passing buddy. in the night metaphor they like stopped and hugged each other on the way by. Like. Exactly. <laughs> and her friends saw the whole thing and were laughing at us and they're like, Oh yeah, god, they were like, you hey, yeah, look at this drunk chick. Put our drunk chick next to that drunk chick. Let's see what happens. It's probably a video of it on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, probably. Where it's her name and this this ginger drunk chick. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, your hair might have still been ginger then. It was, yes. Yeah, okay, there you yeah. go. I, I didn't start dyeing my hair until um, even the last couple of years, really. So I would do it. Sometimes I would do streaks, but for the most part, I had my natural red hair until, like, it started going, um, when I started getting more and more gray hairs, and then I just didn't <laughs> give a fuck anymore. I was like, okay, well, fuck it. You know, now it, and I can have it whatever way I want for work. So yeah. right now it's teal and blue. <laughs> yep, nope, I love it. Yeah. I do too. It's fun. Oh my uh, god. Oh, I, I have so many like. Speaking fun of fun memories. Oh, speaking of drinking and eating anything. Okay. Okay, so the apartments that we all used to live at. We lived at one yeah. end. You lived at the other. We all had townhouses there. Like, yeah. We moved around that place. Yes. Um, do you remember when I had the Loatian neighbors, the ones that yes. called us the elephants upstairs? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we've talked about them on the podcast. I before, yeah. fucking love these guys. Yes. And one of the things that I would frequently do is I'm a I'm a fairly picky eater. I have a, like a comfort zone, mm-hmm. and the only thing that ever takes me outside that comfort zone is being a courteous guest. Yeah. And, and you know because that that to me is is everything about what you're taught what you know to convey yeah. yourself in with with grace and friendliness in, in a situation that you are representing more than just yourself yeah and these guys are fucking incredible mm-hmm. and i am drinking with them and i'm doing these i'm doing shot for shot with these guys who are like you know no one's over the five foot four except for me uh-huh i have a hundred plus pounds on everybody in this circle <laughs> And they all have 20 years of hard drinking on me. Yeah. So we're fighting an even battle here. <laughs> and I'm going shot for shot with everybody. I am hammered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and before I know it, V, which 
he always told me to call him V because he's like, I don't like how Americans pronounce my name. Fair. Because it doesn't sound right and you can't get it right. He mm-hmm. goes, just call me V. That's <laughs> I, fair. I love him. He was one of the, the guys who actually did some of the scratching on me. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I love V. Fantastic guy. His family is amazing. I, lo- I love them all. They were incredible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want a snack? I'm like, yeah, what do you got? Fuck it. Yeah. And they bring out this bowl, and I see these little shrimp in there. And then they take a a, a lime, and they squeeze the lime out over the top mm-hmm. of the shrimp. And they started jumping around. Oh. <laughs> I ate them. Yeah? I, I, I started eating them. And Was it good? Okay, with the, like, lime and chilies yeah. that they put on there. Holy crap. Oh, God. Ugh. Just thinking about it is giving me indigestion. <laughs> um, with the lime and the chilies, it tasted like fishy fruity pebbles. Really? I swear before God, it tasted like fishy fruity pebbles. Maybe that was all the jack in my system. Or the 11 Tigers, which was one of their elixirs that they made out of vodka and various herbs and spices. <laughs> I swear to God, they made stuff like... They had like umpteen of these mm-hmm. like bottles with their elixirs in them that were just vodka with stuff. Oh, yeah. It was a rum, too. But still, holy oh, shit. I would eat them. I would eat and I would consume the weirdest things with them out of the sheer, like, guilt uh, of being a courteous guest. Yeah. You never never want to be rude. If it's good enough for you to pass around your table, I am humbled to eat what you're offering me. Yes. My, My own personal thing rarely comes into play. Yeah. Now, after I give it a sincere try, that's on you. Yes. Yes. I will try it. Yeah. I'm always down for trying something. I will eat. I will try to consume anything. Unless it's spicy. I can't do that. But that's, you know, for medical reasons. No, then you, that's what I developed, like, that that rocket fuel in. Mm -hmm. Me and that one guy in the last episode. Yeah. (sighs) <laughs> and oh, Tom man. had too many fire sauces on his Taco Bell taco and <laughs> died shitting himself. <laughs> Although that is definitely a mid-30s development. <laughs> I used to be able to eat Taco Bell like it was health food. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, you remember the one night with my ex. When I got you free Yeah, uh, free you food? and my ex-husband were picking on me so bad. Yep. The Taco Bell yep. stuff I was bad for me. It. Yeah, and they gave me free food. The they were like, my life. we are so sorry. You're having a bad night. And I'm we like, We were clearly. on such a roll, they gave you free food. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, yep. that's the way you looked at it. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then... Uh, we were so funny, and it, it was basically the roast of Brenna. In that's an exactly impromptu Taco what it was. Bell I was like, at fucking fuck 11 o'clock at night. And, and I drove. <laughs> I drove. Yeah. And it wasn't even, it was the best natured shredding. It's not yeah. like we were being mean. Like, uh, you mispronounced uh, empanada. <laughs> and we, your caramel apple that. and pandas. <laughs> And we just let you have it. I was tired. I was <laughs> tired matter. and I was Didn't hungry. Matter. You showed weakness and the wolves consumed you. <laughs> I did. I did, I did. I called it an, an, uh, a panda. And it was like. It was such a good natured. The I don't descended. feel bad about it at all because we said nothing mean. We just roasted you over in pandas. Yeah. 
It was like those oh, sweet justified it was years. Ones. It was years oh. that you guys like held that over my head. Be, dude, it was epic. How often oh. do you roast somebody bad enough that the staff is A, rolling, and yeah. B, is like, give this lady some free food. Holy shit. Yeah. She's out here taking it like a champ. <laughs> I remember on the way home, too. Like, on the way oh. home, I had my drink in my hand. And which not how safe driving at all. So like <laughs> drive safe people don't do that shit. But yeah, I had my drink in my hand. I was driving at one hand on the wheel. It wasn't an alcoholic drink. It, no, it was a, it, no, it was a, it was Baja a Blast. A Baja Blast. Yeah. Cause they, it was one of the things they gave it me for free. And that's why I was holding it. Cause I didn't want you motherfuckers to drink it. Yes. Cause that's one of the reasons I still go. Yeah. So I had it in my hand to keep Tom from drinking it. You leaned over my shoulder to get a drink. This, no, this was a different time. This was a different time. I swear on the it was way that to night. The, on the way. No, so this was on the way to the same Taco Bell, but Amanda was in the passenger seat. Oh, okay. And I was fucking with you while Amanda was up there, and I leaned up over you, mm-hmm. and you fucking stomped the brake, and I kissed your steering wheel at 30. Yeah. Yeah, like boom, bang, boom, and ricocheted back into the back seat. Yep. After, I didn't know until then how hard and at like a steering wheel is because mm. I swear to God, it changed the way I smile. <laughs> fucking horrible. I didn't fuck up your teeth or anything, no, but you hurt. Not, you felt it. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. That's fair. That's fair. Oh God. Oh God. I just, I remember like, I remember the sound of you hitting the back seat when you, you hit back yeah. and uh, you were like, I remember to you sitting there for a minute. And you go, okay, maybe it's not a good idea to fuck with you while you're driving. I'm like, yeah. Sudden karmic realization. <laughs> maybe I deserve that. Amanda didn't even defend you. No. She was like, no, you deserve that. No. To be fair, that's why we work so well. She's never defended me on that shit. No. If I, if I deserve it, no. she got out of the way and let it hit me. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah. She help you if you're bleeding. But yeah, she'll talk to me about it afterwards. She's not like, going to prevent it, though. <laughs> Like, let me help you get yourself up. What did you learn? <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> so oh, great. God. What in the flying fuck, man? All I right. Don't know. You need to get the fuck out of here with your nastiness. <laughs> Goddamn. Cat eating. Dude shitting themselves to death. Oh. The one dude just literally imploded one day like a black hole that did never to be seen again. <laughs> Ugh. I am really curious. I mean, I I do wonder. There, there's got to be something, some record somewhere. But yeah, they just haven't found anything. Yeah, just so. follow the traces of missing pets. <laughs> oh god! Eventually, you'll run into him or the other guy. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us today, and uh, hopefully we didn't disgust you too bad. Hopefully you don't like usually listen to this at your like <laughs> lunchtime routine or something. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's not part of it for you. <laughs> Maybe make this an on-the-drive-home thing. <laughs> make you question your tuna sandwich a little harder. Oh, good. Oh. Right, right. But, uh, yep, so thank you to any new listeners. Thank you to any returning. Thank you to the par- par- Paranormal Podcasting Community. That was graceful. Thank and, you to uh, anybody who says something to your friends, who shares any kind of links, yes. man. Uh, yeah. We can see, you know... That, that that we're being listened to that 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 somebody is hearing us this this transmission isn't one-sided yeah and we appreciate every ear on the other end 
Yes, we do. Deeply and sincerely, we appreciate it. Yeah. Yep, we very much do. We have a lot of fun doing this. We really enjoy doing this. And I, I love talking about, you know, these things. These are all the things I'm interested in. So it's uh, really fun. It's really cool to have a place to, to come with it and, and, you know, not drive my husband crazy anymore with the stories. So. Like I said, I, I started doing open mic because Amanda was sick of hearing the same jokes. Yeah. Uh. Oh, good. But, yeah, thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. You can follow us on... Um, Instagram at the Wicked Side Podcast, on uh, Twitter at the Wicked Side Podcast, and on Facebook at Wicked Myth. So, Easy. Shut no. Bullshit. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, you guys have a good night, and we'll see you on the other side. See ya.